Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 164 Tabula Rasa with Terry Lohmeyer. Hi, pals. It's uh, week two of season two of Justice League. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. I'm Tilo. Yay. Yay. Welcome. I mean, we heard from you already when you said the title of the episode. Yeah, I just did that. Yeah, Yeah, that was Tilo of the past. This is Tilo of the more recent past when you're listening to this. Right now, it's for us, it's Tilo of the present. That's true. When she moved in here, I I strongly considered having her do those live, but uh, it's a a bit inconvenient for her. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Just a tiny bit. Just come down to my studio for five seconds of non-interactive uh, recording. Just just and come in, say the words, we... and then leave. Thank you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was about to ask, is there any particular reason you chose these episodes? The reason is you had a scheduling conflict with the one you wanted, mm-hmm. and you said, just pick another one for me, so I did. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I'm glad you picked this one. Yeah, good robots in this one. I mean, well, yes. But I mean... Uh, I could be wrong, but looking at what's ahead, I think season two of Justice League is just all, as the kids say, bangers. <laughs> like yeah, there's all my favorites are in the are are coming up. Well, your favorites are in JLU, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes. But I'm talking about this like this stretch oh. of uh, two part, you know, just plain old Justice League. Yeah, what do we got? Some good stuff. I don't want to spoil things because there's some that I think you will be delighted to realize. Wait a minute, they did an episode like that. Ooh, I love so. delight. Also, uh, if JR is to be believed, and I, I think he is on this particular topic, mm-hmm. Darkseid goes away for a long time, so I'm very happy. <laughs> hey, your favorite. Mm-hmm. Screw Darkseid. My favorite, no Darkseid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one comes mm. with no Darkseid. I mean, look, this one has a Mazo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he's amazing. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, that, like, once again, this team, and we'll get into it, but, you know, th- this team takes something that sounds kind of dumb mm-hmm. and makes it into something cool. What if a robot had all the powers? Mm-hmm. Every single one. Tilo, mm-hmm. why don't you tell... Oh, shit. I don't know how to say this. Is it Tabula Rasa? Is that how you... I think it's Tabula Rasa. I don't know. I don't speak that. But, uh, <laughs> Tilo, please tell us what happens in these episodes. Okay. There's my novel. Tabula Rasa, part one. We open upon Lex Luthor fighting Hawkgirl. She totally had him, but Superman steps in anyway. I don't need a man, says HG, but you know how Soups is with Lex. He beats the crap out of Lex and his suit. I thought that thing was infused with kryptonite? Anyway, Lex slinks off to LexCorp, where Mercy is now in charge. Mercy has no, uh, mercy for Lex, but his super suit still has enough power to strangle a bitch. (laughs) Lex gets mad that- Sorry. (laughs) Lex gets mad that Mercy fired his favorite scientist, Dr. Ivo, but she tells him where to find him. Lex arrives and finds a dead scientist and and an impressionable android. Hmm, Lex thinks. How can I possibly use this situation to my advantage? (laughs) Superman convinces Martian Mine Hunter... Martian Mine Hunter. Martian Manhunter to use his psychic powers to find Lex, even though Jean says that door will be hard to close once once it's opened. Superman, did you not see that episode of Buffy? Or basically any supernatural genre show ever? Jean is freaked out by the terrible thoughts of humanity and flees, f- flies off to the woods to become feral. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lex has gotten a mazo, that's the android, to bond with him through mild emotional manipulation. I'm a bit worried about this android's moral compass, you guys. <laughs> anyway, he goes and does some crimes out of love. Hawkgirl comes to stop him, and Amazo uses his T-1000 skill to replicate her wings and smashing powers. So he's got that going for him. Uh, Lex does some more gaslighting and gets Amazo to hate the Justice League. Bats and Soups go to Mercy to see what they can find out about Lex. She denies she's had any contact with Lex, and Batman's like, Sure, didn't you guys used to bone? Later, Mercy calls Lex, hears him moaning in pain, and hangs up. Bats tracks the call to Dr. Ivo's lab. Amazo goes after Flash and Wonder Woman, and guess what? Now he's strong and fast. Idiots. <laughs> he even manages to duplicate Green Lantern's ring. GL, GL calls Superman and says, We found the robot! Do not come here! Soups <laughs> goes there. <laughs> he tries to defeat the android by putting a little blindfold on him. And that goes as well as expected. 
So now Amazo has Superman powers. Guess we're all just fucked. <laughs> Part two. Superman and Amazo continue to beat the snot out of each other, and I've lost interest. <laughs> but then Batman shows up with some pocket kryptonite. <laughs> Turns out Amazo not only has all their strengths, but also all their weaknesses. Amazo jumps in some gross water to get away. Mercy shows up at the dead scientist's house, and Lex is a creep at her. She helps him pack up his super suit, and they go to a shielded storage unit. Lex continues to be disgusting at her. <clears throat> Out in the woods, Martian Manhunter hears some people trying to find a lost little girl, and his faith in humanity is restored. The end. Oh, wait, no. Um, <laughs> sad android looks for Daddy Lex and finally finds the storage unit. Amazo does a perfect impression of the Flash being a gross creep at Mercy and then gets yelled at by Lex for not killing the good guys. Amazo balks and Lex does some reverse psychology on him like, oh, I'm a poor sick villain. Won't anybody help me? And Robot Picardo goes (coughs) off to finish the job (coughs) of killing. Bats tries to disable Amazo with kryptonite, but whoopsie, the robots evolved a resistance to it. Another fight scene sequence happens. Wonder Woman warns John, John away to keep Amazo from duplicating MM's powers. Lex shows up and they tag team our heroes. Then Jean does come closer and lets Amazo duplicate him. And now Amazo can read Lex's mind. So Lex pushes the kill switch button, which blows up the android's head. Uh, he didn't need that. <laughs> he rips off Lex's armor and goes to punch him to death, but Lex begs for his life. Amazo declares that the humans have nothing more to offer him, so he goes off to sit on Mars. <laughs> the end. For real this time. You know, you you flubbed when you said Martian Minehunter, but, yeah, that, but... Would be, that would be a better name. Netflix he hunts Martian Minehunter. Man, he hunts mines way more than he hunts man. That's true. The Mind Man. Hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this also, was a good one. I tire oh. of these humans. They're Justice Leagues. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love Robot Picardo because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the Amazo was uh, indeed voiced by uh, Voyager's tiresome doctor. Robert Picardo. Yep. I think Maggie and I, judging by the notes, realized it was Robert Picardo at about the same time. Yep. Uh, I, I picked up on it immediately. They didn't, I, they didn't let him talk enough at the beginning. Yeah. That's true. Mo- a lot of the, the first episode, he's just like, quiet, sad robot. Yeah. Please tell me what to do. <laughs> please state the nature of the, <laughs> of the tragic emergency. I think actually it was his flash impression is where I picked up that it was actually. Oh, yeah. Sad. Oh, where he put a little snark in there. Yeah. Yeah. Flash was surprisingly subdued, but then we got Flash, as you said, via Amazo anyway. Lex is like, ah, oh, that's just something he picked up. Yeah. Actually, Which, can we get into this? Because, like... Yeah, this kind of ties into your bad thing, no? My bad thing. I, so, in addition to the speed and stuff, like, Amazo takes on Flash being a pervert, but he doesn't take on, like, like Superman's inherent goodness or something. Mm-hmm. Like... It feels like having a character who is not just taking on your physical aspects, but also, like, like your mental stuff. Like, that right. would be a real interesting way to play this episode, where it ends with just, like, all of the bad influences are overwhelmed by, like, you know, Superman's there. The nicest guy. I agree with you. You're, you're 100% correct. But this is a headcanon explanation for this. Mm-hmm. This season, we are getting... Superman has had enough of this shit. We got it last week true. with Darkseid, and we definitely got it this week with Lex. He's so tired of dealing with Lex to the point where Jean says, I can use my powers for that, but it might fuck me up. Mm-hmm. And Superman says, I don't care. I'm tired of Lex. So that's my headcanon for what you just said is like right now, Superman's not in the best place emotionally. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. That's my bad thing. Oh, please. Yes. My bad thing is that Superman is a big meanie to... Martian Manhunter. Yes. Um, a big stupid idiot meanie. Um, well, the, uh, the stupid idiot <laughs> is part is is my bad thing, but please get into the to the other. Well, they, they I mean, he's like, John, do this, even though I know it will hurt you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and uh, but honestly, they really kind of had to get Martian Manhunter Man, Manhunter out of the way for the episode to work. Mm. You had to get him out of the way until the very end. Well, this is very. I think of this as sort of a 50s, 60s sci-fi flavor. I I'm, might I'm, That might just be because that's my frame of reference for this kind of thing. There might be sure. other stories like this, but 
but it feels like it could be a Star Trek episode, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like the part where Jean realizes, oh, people actually can be good and then passes that on to Amazo, like the, you know, the, the value of humanity, the, Mm -hmm. the, the inherent goodness. And like, that feels like a very early Star Trek kind of thing. Yeah. But also Amazo, like, like, sorry. Yeah, this robot meets Batman and is like, "I there's nothing for me. I have nothing here," which seems stupid. Batman mm-hmm. is like has all the reasoning skills. Batman in the Justice League, when you write him correctly, is often the one who is underestimated because people do exactly that. They look at him and they say, "They say you don't have any powers." Yeah, and then they just dismiss him. Yeah, pathetic. Uh huh. And then he Batman's Sorry. all over their shit, and they're like, "Oh fuck, Batman was here." Yeah, I'm dumb. Even- he even wrote Batman was here on my mm-hmm. skin, so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> we didn't have to. He just, he draws a little bat in so that you know that uh, the Batman was around. Well, yeah, of course. It's like Zorro. Exactly. I was also mad that he was able to duplicate the Green Lantern ring, which I thought was ridiculous. But you said the Green Lantern ring is magic. I basic, I'm pretty sure the Green Lantern is magic. It, it's that it's ring is space magic. magic. See? Space no, it's, magic. it's science, which is indistinguishable from magic, but it's, it's, it's not magic. I mean, there's no magic in space magic. Like, there's no there's no magic in space. I need that to be true, okay? It's it's not, though. Sorry, so that's space the, magic. That's why we have I mean, space magic. Star Wars. No, that's why realms exist. You, <laughs> you, got, you got infinite planes of stupid existence to fight dragons and shit. Space like, dragons, just, Al. No. Yeah, space, space is dragons. for science. Mm. Damn it. But yeah, so Maggie, what I'm hearing you say is that you didn't like that it sort of picked and chose what aspects of, like the writers picked yeah, and chose well, and what, what aspects of the Yeah, well, and what they picked and chose was state. the thing that I hate most about one of the characters, too. You know, it's just like, ah. well, we didn't have enough time to, to put Flash being disgusting in this episode, so we'll put a robot uh, in being disgusting for him. I it was It was a distasteful moment, but I actually laughed because... At this point, we know. We know he's like that. We don't like that he's like that. And it was a very quick joke to say, yeah, I'm a little like this guy now, see? Well, it's like- But also, if I was Mercy, I would go I would go for the robot instead of, instead of Lex. Well, yes, of course. I mean, it's like a 10-foot tall robot that can turn into anything. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, my new boyfriend. I uh-huh. love the exploding head trick because it, we, like, that didn't come from out of nowhere. Lex- that's surprisingly short-sighted of Lex. Yeah. Like, when Amazo needed to copy the handprint of a security guard to get into a, a locked facility, mm-hmm. he, he uh, a, a different hand sort of slurps out of the hand that he has because that's... the hand that he has is is uh, uh, proportioned to his 10-foot body. Yes. So he has to make a human-sized hand, so a smaller hand comes out of there, which sounds like the kind of thing you would love anyway, Matt. Yeah, it, it was. But also... The... We we know he can just grow like where the body parts are, are arbitrary. He's just a big lump of moldable stuff, and like yeah. so blowing up his head means nothing, Lex. He just made another head. I mean, I kind of love that just because like it's Lex being arrogant again, and well, that's true. Lex being arrogant is one of the my favorite things about him. That's true, but would you agree that he's taken a turn? Like I don't remember him. Like he's been a little dismissive of Mercy, a little disrespectful, mm-hmm. but this is. This is sort of new ground, I think. I mean, I think he's getting desperate. Yeah, but I always, I, I guess this was just what I wanted to be true. Mm. I always thought he was respectful to Mercy. And, See, I always but picked I up not. on that, like, back when we were watch- back in Superman. But, like, I think this is a Lex who's like, oh, fuck, I didn't actually think I could die. Like, hmm. yeah, but. You know, under duress, people show who they really are. Exactly. Like, if he was nice to her, then that was just an act, and now he's we're seeing the real Lex. But I mean, I kind of buy that. You know, I remember back then saying, "Remember that episode where Brainiac took over Lex and and Superman and Mercy team up to find him?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, I always thought he was nice to Mercy, but even then, he was shitty to her. Yeah. So like, well, I, here's the thing: he couldn't be a gross creep to her before because she was his direct employee, mm-hmm. and now that he's like not really. Working at LexCorp, he doesn't have to worry about HR coming down on him. <laughs> it's his company, though. I gotta watch my. I gotta watch myself, or HR is gonna be on my ass. Exactly. <laughs> it's human resources, Superman, not alien resources. <laughs> Humans know how to behave themselves. <laughs> um, all of that being said, though, my good thing. I love like 
I did not expect. I mean, I knew because I've seen the series, but like if I were watching this for the first time, I would not expect to see Mercy Graves again. No, like like coming back to her and finding a new angle on her character, which is one. She's running the company now because Lex is off playing with his super friend suit all the time. Yeah, exactly. And and two, she's like every beat of every interaction with her with Lex and talking to other people about mm-hmm. Lex is her coming out of a bad breakup. Like, yeah, it's yeah. great. He's a bad boyfriend, and that's a that's a pretty complicated dynamic for children to follow. Mm-hmm. And they did it anyway. It's great. Yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah, it gives her so much more than just she's Lex's, you know, like right hand woman hedge hedge person who mm-hmm. can kick your ass. Like, yeah, there's a person there too, and she's ruthless too, and she's running the company better than he did. Actually, yep. I saw in Maggie's notes that. Uh, her hair color seems to have changed because she used to be, she definitely was blonde and now her hair is like a darker color. The thing was also like, I figured out like, she also had a hat on all the time. Yeah, she wore yeah. the she wore the chauffeur's cap and then in World's Finest, she her head was bandaged from all the fights with, <laughs> with Harley. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having a hard time bringing her hair color to mind at yeah, all. Yeah, Harley kept hitting her with an oversized clown hammer, so. Yeah, right on top of the head, so that's, yep. you know. I also thought she lost like a head of height or something and that's just, no, she just was did that ramrod straight thing and now she is like a person mm. could be like yeah, i thought she, she was taller is. than lex and i went back and checked it's like no not she actually isn't she just stood like a soldier yeah mm-hmm. exactly she just looked like a bodyguard gives off an impression of tallness yeah you know like a like a good bodyguard should exactly um uh tila you actually had a hey it's that guy relating to that to to Mercy, oh, Mercy's, no? uh, when when I heard her voice, I was like, who is that? And Al's like, it's Lisa Edelstein. Do you know who that is? And I'm like, oh, yes. She is most famous for putting up with House's shit on the show House. Ah. To be fair, I looked it up and told you that. That is not a name I pulled. Like, I'm I'm proud of myself for being able to recognize a lot of voices, but I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> yeah. No, she's great. She's a, she's a good performer. Yeah. And I like that we kept the one from from Superman. I again, I said this last week. I like all the continuity from Superman. They're realizing, wait, we've built this whole big world. Why just pretend the story started with Justice League? Mm-hmm. We can't do stuff from Batman, but let's pick up on all the threads from Superman, and it's great. I, I think it's extremely funny that the only thing we we didn't keep from Superman was Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking hate George Newbert. <laughs> I like him. He was a cute. Boy. He's fine. He's a cute it's boy. it's. On his own, he's fine. It's just comparing him to the other guy. Mm-hmm. What, Wings? Yes. Or Wings' brother. I can never remember. It's Wings. Why did I never watch Wings? <laughs> um, Why are you still not watching Wings? <laughs> we should just watch Wings. I'm good. I'm um, watching Wings. <laughs> my bad thing. Yes. So Wings. Uh, well, <laughs> I have no opinion of Wings. I mean, I liked uh, Amazo growing Hot Girl's wings. Yes, mm-hmm. very good. Also, that was such a, like, in ter- I'm just thinking about it now. In terms of storytelling, you want to show off what he can do, you send the most visually distinctive character. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, you immediately catch on to what's happening without anyone having to say a word, because what's he going to do, cre- recreate Superman's cape? Like, mm-hmm. no, the wings are perfect, and, and the weapon is perfect. Well, I also, like, she goes back, she's like, I think someone built a robot to kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this is just like the net well yeah of course you're going to assume that that robot just grew wings in a fucking mace yeah and so far has only fought you with your powers we haven't mm-hmm. we haven't explored the whole yeah. uh, range of what it can do yet superman i need a hand someone built a robot to kick my ass mm. yeah i'm on it no this is actually, this is my bad thing john green lantern just tell superman hey it can copy our powers stay away like he says it very strongly mm-hmm. like Superman, listen to me. I know you want to help. You're Superman, but please stay away. Mm-hmm. Ten seconds later, there he is, which is okay. <sighs> like Tilo said in her summary, he she put, like you said, a widow blindfold, which mm-hmm. is very good. He wrapped like a steel girder around Amazo's eyes, mm-hmm. which, okay, I get where he's, or maybe a lead one. I don't know. But like, I get where he's coming from there. But then he did it again at the end mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, buddy. He's got immunity to kryptonite, which is still all over the place in this fight, and you don't. So yeah. stay away. And he's like, oh, go blindly in? Okay. Hey, you got kryptonite, it, buddy. ow. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Idiot. There's like seven seven of us for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, Superman has no, 
like it's just guessing that his powers of duplication come through his eyeballs. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering about that too. You know, well, he and Batman are are watching the fight from afar, which is one of my favorite moments. The visual of Superman sitting in the Batmobile with Batman on a stakeout. In a, drinking, holding a cup of coffee. Drinking coffee, chatting with his chum Batman. Yep. While Batman's being a serious detective crime fighter guy. They're not mm-hmm. friends, they're co-workers. Yeah, exactly. But Superman thinks they're friends. Yes. Just kick him back. Like, I don't need to do this. I can I can listen to this with my super hearing while I'm doing something else. But I'm, just, I'm doing this to hang out with Bruce. Yeah. So how's Robin? <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about anything. Yeah. You'd think you'd get right. the hint. So let's sit in silence. But it's a it's it's just a great visual. Like Yeah, it really was. Super, like Superman, the most powerful superhero mm-hmm. on this planet. Yep. Sitting in a car drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I like it. It's like when you would always laugh at Worf like doing normal things like yeah, like drinking it's hysterical. tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at him, he thinks he's people. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly so. <laughs> Uh, Tila, what's your good thing? Oh, my good thing. Um, there's, you guys already picked all the good things by the time I got around to this. So my good thing is, uh, hot girls are relentless smashing. Well, the thing is when you make one appearance per series, as all our guests do, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're certainly welcome to have a good thing that applies to the whole Yeah, you can have whatever you want. This episode. In yeah. this episode specifically, these two episodes, she okay. just she just smashes and smashes and smashes and smashes and never gives up mm-hmm. until someone literally restrains her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Hot girl, you've got to stop keeps... smashing. No, she there's never stop smashing. Mm-hmm. I the thing is, that's usually not the kind of character I like. I think we've talked about this, and it's like it'd be so easy to be like, yeah, yeah, fight scene, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they do it in such a way that I love it. Yeah, she's so good. She gets yeah. this shit beat out of her in this episode a couple of times, mm-hmm. and she just still keeps going. Yeah. Yeah, she's a real scrapper. I like it. Yep, yep. yep. It's like when oh. your approach to crime fighting is Mario with the hammer in Donkey Kong, like, fucking <laughs> go off. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you tried putting that hammer down? You can't. Once nope. you have it, you have it until it disappears, so you might as well just start smashing. Hot girl, get over here. do 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 Barrels are on fire. Doesn't matter. Hammer gets everything. <clears throat> I wish I could take it up to that fucking monkey. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. I can't climb ladders with this fucking thing. Ugh, if only I had wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Wings' brother, I guess. <laughs> uh, Maggie, what was your good thing? Uh, I love how Lex plays Amazo like a fiddle. Like, this episode <laughs> is basically the, the 60s Silver Surfer meets Doctor Doom thing. Okay. And it's so fucking good. Just that like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a kindly man who's just trying to help out this scientist who was my best friend, but the mean mm-hmm. old Justice League keeps trying to stop me from being the hero that this world needs and just if you could go out there and just kick their asses for me, it would be really awesome. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it so much. It's really good. It is, and like I said, it feels like, I didn't realize that they'd done that story, but that makes total sense mm. in, in uh, Fantastic Four or Silver Surfer or whatever. That's uh, Dr. Doom's just like, I'm a really nice guy. My name is Dr. Doom. And if you'll get on mm-hmm. this table, I will steal the power cosmic from you. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, that that, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like I said, to me, it felt like like a 60s sci-fi thing, which which tracks because that was probably a 60s comic. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, yeah, it's great. I love the visual of... Lex coming to visit this scientist that can help repair his armor, he mm-hmm. thinks, and there being a, a sheet over his dead body and the android just standing there hanging his head. Like, that's, again, visually, you have everything you need without a single word. That's so good. Yeah. Like, this robot is sad <laughs> because well, his like, dad died. Yeah. Well, eventually he'll wake up. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That would be so, you know. <laughs> that feels like I don't know. Uh, Tilo mentioned Edward Scissorhands at yes, one point. I was that's a. Say, that's... It felt very Edward Scissorhands vibes to yeah. me. I mean, this but... this kind of thing is an old story. I feel oh, like yeah. it's been used a lot in a lot of things. And then Al and I got in a discussion over whether or not Edward Scissorhands was a robot, and I say yes. At best, he's a cyborg. I think he's a cyborg. Yeah, he could be a cyborg. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but like, well, and we can't watch it now. Sure, you can. Nope. You can do anything you want. 
I can't watch it now. We just watched Ed Wood. It's fine. It is fine. Okay. That was a good movie. Yes, it was. I, I, anyway. I, here's the thing. I can hate Johnny Depp and like... He's been in too many movies to like. That's true. He's been in an awful. Yeah, you movies. would just you would just basically erase half of like the '90s and 2000s. You couldn't you... watch Nightmare on Elm Street again. I was just gonna say I'm not not gonna watch Nightmare on Elm Street. You know how often I watch Nightmare on Elm Street? And then I don't and know. then if you do hate Johnny Depp, then seeing him get turned into a fountain of blood is great. Yeah. Well, it's a lot like watching the Naked Gun movies and realizing that O.J. Simpson as Nordberg just takes a beating <laughs> for two full movies. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst news. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I do also like the Lex like Lex coming in and saying, "Wait a minute, I know how to use this." Yeah, well, it's really good. Like the bit where he's just like, "Oh, and if uh, if you don't do something, I too may go to sleep forever." And then both the people who are nice to you will be gone. And then what will you do? And just the 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 innocent like, oh no, like it's oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love giving something big and powerful like that the 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 soul of a you know of a small child. Yeah, the soul I'm always a sucker poet. for that. Yes. And then when he can't find Lex, he freaks out. Yeah. Did he, I lose another dad? Yeah, he smashes a, a whole wall in, and Lex is like, "Shit, I just th- that was shielded. This mm-hmm. is gonna cost money to fix." Mm-hmm. Now Superman's gonna come in here. He always comes in here when I'm trying to work. Ugh. Fucking hate. Go kick Superman's ass. What is an ass? <sighs> All right, let me go find my anatomy book. <laughs> no, then he just turns around and shows him his ass, and then Amazo makes an ass. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes, and such that was the invention of ass face from Preacher. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Jean's whole plot. I like, first of all, I like, we haven't gotten into what his deal is at all. Like, he's a lot like Wonder Woman in that he's kind of a jumble of powers that don't really make sense to me, mm-hmm. but like... If you're going to have a telepath on the team, you really need to do a story where you get into what that means. And I think they did a good job of that here. Well, I like I like that he's like, you know, he's been on the planet for a while now and like opening himself up to humanity. It's just like, oh, God, what am I doing? These people suck. Yeah, yeah Usually he lives on a satellite and he doesn't yeah. have to lo- like worry about that. He seems yeah, exactly. to locked down most of the time. He's like, I've got this locked down. So that's because he lives hear... on a satellite. Yeah, but no, when he comes down to Earth, he didn't automatically just start hearing. Well, that's everybody. true. He's got it under control, usually. Well, then well, Superman's yeah, just like, "What if you psychic everybody?" I don't. Look, really I need to do find that. Lex. I get. I lost against Darkseid again. I need, like, I need a win here, man. It's like I look. I get getting my ass kicked by Darkseid, but like, this is just some dude. I, I fucking. I'm so sick of this one dude. Okay, can we just do something about this guy? I mean, he's supposed to be terminally ill. For God's sake, I should not be having this much of a problem against a dying man with no powers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The Lex Luthor would, story. Amazo would look at Lex and say, uh, you're nothing special. <laughs> no, you're my daddy. Uh-huh. I am Don't special. How dare you? <laughs> Daddy's got a whole different meaning now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perver- perverts ruined daddy. I mean, honestly, that's fine. Perverts or made it better. Daddy. Yeah, look, I'm not I'm not kink shaming. I'm just no. saying like it mean it means something else now. Just like you can't use the letter D unless you mean dick. That's just Yeah, how it exactly. Is. Um, I like because we we complained about this in the last season of Superman, how Lex just kind of disappeared yep. from that show. I like that they probably realized that. So wait a minute, we got one of the great villains of comic books. Why did we stop using him? Mm-hmm. And he he looms very large over Justice League and later JLU, and it's great. Yep, needs more Lex. Yep, it's just a different kind of Lex. It's super villain Lex instead of I'm a legitimate businessman. Well, I, I like the. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I like that, again, as he's dying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and he, I got nothing to lose. What the he's fuck? He's dying, and he never. I genuinely believe he never expected that to happen. Yeah. He's like, I'm he the would... smartest guy on the planet. I'll figure this out by the time I'm old and it matters. Right now, I'm in the peak in peak physical condition. I'll be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he has all the money. Usually, if you have money, you can fix any of your problems very yep. easily. Unless those problems involve a submarine. Sorry, I had to say <laughs> I'll just start up a social media company. Then everyone will have to listen to me. And love me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They sure will, buddy. Yep. Uh, no, I, I like, and I, it feels very Marvel supervillain to me for mm-hmm. him to be terminally ill and say, fuck it, I'm just going to, like, wasn't that the vulture? Oh, yeah. 
It's just, I'm thought, so old, it's time to get some wings. No, I thought it was, there's, wasn't there one of Spider-Man's guys? Yeah. There's There's some supervillain where it's like, I'm, I've got six months to live. Fuck it. I'm going to get superpowers or a robot suit or whatever it was and just ruin everything because who cares? I'm going to be dead soon anyway. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Dr. Octopus's arc for a while. Ah, okay. I knew it yeah. was one of Spider-Man's guys. I couldn't remember which. He, he, it's great. He's like, uh, I found out I'm dying, so I'm going to use my great intellect to save the planet. And then it's like, no, actually, I'm dying, so I'm going to use my great intellect to blow up the planet because if I have to go out, all of you have to go out with me. Yeah. And what? Like, if I get a life sentence for this, what, what is that, six months? I could do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, Lex Lex did very carefully uh, cultivate the image of a legitimate businessman, but mm-hmm. why why bother now, you know? Yeah. It doesn't, like, it doesn't, uh, plus he's already done, like, a jail sentence. Like, who cares, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I like that they are taking us through all the major Lexes from mm-hmm. comics history. We've talked about this before. Because there's businessman Lex. Later, we'll get politician Lex. We get yep. scientist Lex. And now we're just getting straight up supervillain Lex. Yep. It's great. Yeah. By the way, scientist Lex in his fucking lab coat. Mm, wonderful. <laughs> yep. Such yeah, he's got, a good I, look. I still don't know what you call those things where the whole front sort of fastens over. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, it's not a lab coat, but it's lab coat adjacent. No, 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 it is a lab coat. Like, it, it's a white thing that he wears in the lab. You're right to call it a lab coat. I just don't know what you call that fastening like i see it a lot in like 30s and 40s pulp yeah. stuff it's not you know it's not like a dog brown what lab it's called, coat, and though. now i wish i'd looked it up yeah you and i like like you of the three of us you know more about fashion so mm-hmm. I thought maybe you might know the um no i just i want to call the because he has a, a good collar at the top and that's oh, it's such a good collar. collar right but that flat front thing i don't yeah, know yeah with what the buttons called. that go down sort of like a like sometimes you see like a doorman wearing something yes. like that yeah, now exactly. but it used to be it used to be for more high status yeah like, I think uh, somebody's uniform had that, maybe the Nazis even, but I mean, those guys Probably. have good uniforms, you know? I mean, the bad guys always dress well. Not yeah. always, but, uh, you know, often. Sometimes they're a mishmash of whatever Jack Kirby thought of when he was <laughs> taking a dump or whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. are you talking about Darkseid again? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about things like, um, the, the what was his, what was his name? The Scavenger, the, the, fuck. The guy who looked like um, a carrot cosplaying a strong bad oh uh the forager forager right oh what did i say scavenger what yeah scavenger to way, i sound like an off. idiot yeah uh let's the see what cosplay yeah there was a bit where martian manhunter was talking to a wolf uh-huh was that was really good cute. that was really cute the wolf didn't talk back because he's a wolf mm-hmm. he's a wolf it's like all you need is a fresh rabbit let me uh, okay, just read your mind for advice. Uh, it says here that you like to eat and fuck. Cool, cool, cool. Don't know what I was yeah. expecting. Have a great day. Honest, honestly, you know, mm-hmm. life would be a little easier if that's all I had to worry about. It's just like, I could be a wolf. Mm-hmm. Well, and he also uh, reverts back to his, like, true Martian form for a while, which is yep. nice. We don't get to see that very often. And Tila, you're a big fan of that. I, yeah, I really yeah, like I his really true Martian form, too. That. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. It's... I don't know if you watched the more. I, you watched some of these with me, but not all of them, because sometimes I do my homework on the bus. <laughs> but um, there was the one where he was tempted with visions of uh, going back to Mars. Yeah. Uh, did you see that one? I can't yeah, remember. I think so. And we got to see more Martians. Yeah. And, also very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, um, guys, I have a crush on Martian Manhunter. That's, That's fine. Not a bad I get crush. it. He's, I think he's great. I think anyone on this team would be a good crush except Flash. Yeah. Like, they all have their merits. No, man, I get, Martian Manhunter rules. Like, I love that character. Yeah. Like I say, on paper, he doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Just, the, the powers more than anything. Yeah. It's like, so he can go insubstantial, and also he's a mind reader and a shapeshifter. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, he's one of those, like, 60s throw it at the, throw all the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks thing. He's got all yeah. the powers, and he's a detective. But he has a, a, a weakness that's pretty, you know, mm-hmm. pretty common. Like, <laughs> a weakness for fire kind of, uh, yeah. kind of sets him back. Although I don't think this one does. I don't, I don't think, think it's come up because I like my first thought was we'll give him fucking Amazo Martian Manhunter powers and then just set his ass on fire. Problem solved. I mean that works against most people. So yeah. But um, did you try setting his ass on fire? Maybe try that for a while. 
the DC wiki pointed it out during um, uh, the Savage Time, where he grabs uh, a jet plane like from the back, like and the and the flame exhaust is right in his face, and he's fine. <laughs> so it's like probably this version of Martian Manhunter doesn't have the fire weakness. Like, okay, that's good logic. Jet fuel can't melt Martian Manhunter. <laughs> God, are you a Jean Truther? Yes. Yeah, I had to look up who did who played. Um, Martian Manhunter on Smallville. No, in Smallville. Oh, in Smallville. It was uh, Phil Morris. Oh, God. Yep. That's um, Cyborg's dad on uh, Doom Patrol. Delicious son. My delicious son. (laughs) Among many, many other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's popped up in, look at his voice credits if you still have it up, because he's popped up on Justice League and Brave and the Bold, and it's like, every time I, like, first of all, I don't recognize his voice. He's a very Mm. good vocal chameleon, but- just like he showed up on Brave and the Bold for the last pair of episodes we did, I think, because yeah. it was like uh, I, I read that he was a big fan of some obscure fucking thing, like like maybe Gorilla Grodd or something like mm. just like he's a deep comics nerd, not just like yeah. I read some Superman. Oh, well, yeah, I love just, that. This like, huge list of just just the, the voice work. But yeah, that's why he pops up in, yeah. you know, that's why he's been in Smallville and Justice <laughs> League and, you know. Like, Brave and the Bold, all that stuff. I mean, I could absolutely see just, like, him going to his uh, manager, just get me superhero work. I love doing this shit, and God knows they make enough of it. Yeah. What can, who can I play on Smallville? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, there's no black people in Smallville. No, I'm kidding. There was. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but he played a Martian, which kind of sidesteps that. <laughs> yeah. And then in uh, Seinfeld, of course, he was Jackie Childs, the mm-hmm. very uh, awful uh, Johnny Cochran fucking <laughs> stand-in. Oh. <laughs> He told you to okay. put the on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, okay. Let's see here. Oh, I, I have the note uh, from Bojack. Haven't we all agreed that choking women is wrong? <laughs> Lex. Yes, damn it. Mm-hmm. That was when he turned a corner. It's like, okay, he's just being shitty to her because he's, he's you know, upset and, and frustrated. But uh, he straight up chokes. Lex, come yep. on, buddy. I don't care that you want to take over the world and kill the Justice League. This is too far. Yeah. Uh, what else? I like it that um, girl boss, girl, blah, 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 girl boss, girl boss, Mercy still has a gun. Like she's still got a gun, carries oh, yeah. a gun, even though she's this like she the runs head of Lex the company. Yeah. yeah, like think- it was only a matter of time until someone came sniffing around. You know, like like she clearly handled the Justice League. She knows how to do that. But what if? All of those various people that that uh, Lex has has uh, been in cahoots with over the years. What if Metallo shows up? What if yeah. Rudy shows up? <laughs> Rudy's like, I, Lex pl- promised me they were let me out of prison. Lex promised me a TV when I got out. Where is he? <laughs> get get get, like, get this, honey. Get if this, you want a TV, someone get we this have man seven. a TV for God's sake. A big TV. Yeah, no, I know. Get him a big TV, whatever. And a satellite dish with all the all the premium channels and just just unlock pay-per-view for him. Just let him watch whatever he wants and he won't bother anyone. Nope. Listen, what's what, him in how the much basement? How mm-hmm. much is it going to take for you to go away forever? Mm-hmm. $500, you got it. Jesus Christ. That's probably correct. Aim big, Rudy. 1000. Yeah. Or like Livewire shows up. Just to just to talk shit. Doesn't want to doesn't want to do any damage. Doesn't you know? Mm-hmm. Just oh, you're in charge now, huh? You're can a we, bitch. Can we can we talk about uh, how can we talk about how much Superman sucks? Ugh, mm. Look, we both hate Superman. We're not friends, okay? Look, I don't even hate Superman. I worked with him once. It's fine. Yeah, I don't like him. But we changed the company's mission statement. We don't hate Superman anymore officially. Our uh, our motto has changed has gone back to a better tomorrow for you and not just fuck Superman. Mm-hmm. Fuck Superman, a LexCorp production. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, if you're not using that, I'd like that to be the motto of the Livewire show then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now she's just got a podcast no one listens to. Oh, God. Oh, come on. Somebody listens to every podcast. Ugh, Gross. By the way, if you want to contribute to our Patreon, it's uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash Algar. Uh, let's see what else. Sign up for Livewire's Patreon and get uh, and get a list of the things she hates about Superman. Oh, she's so Laurie Petty about everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I mentioned it in my summary, but 
wasn't Lex's suit, like, didn't it have kryptonite powers at some point? Yeah. So Superman just beat him up anyway? Yeah, there were green beams being yeah. shot at Superman at the beginning, and Superman was just, like, punching through them. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he like, took out the kryptonite when he realized it was killing him? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It was. I just, like, guys, you you can make the beams that come out of Lex's suit any color. If you like, make yeah, them green, I'm going to assume something very specific about them. Yeah. But also, the, the color coordination, like, the, the suit is designed to have green beams coming out of it, because that's usually what you're going to see, so I get that. But yeah. you, could, you could have purple beams. You could yeah. just switch it to purple, exactly. Yeah. Make them purple. Then it's Star Sapphire's question marks, because they certainly don't tell us what her deal is. Mm-hmm. I stole this deal from Star Sapphire. I have no idea what it does. Mm-hmm. Well, now he has the power of love. Mm. Well, it is a curious thing. It is a curious thing. At one point, uh, Lex has um, a Mezo. I wanted to call him Metallo because I mentioned Metallo a second ago. Mm-hmm. It's a different O. Um, I'm stealing... Metallo, not a Mezo. Mm-hmm. This is my best friend, Pinocchio. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and my best friend, a bug. <laughs> He's okay. going to be a real boy. And I'm going uh-huh. to be a real robot. <laughs> I'm going to be a real pain in your ass. <laughs> Excuse me, ass, ass. Um, uh, Lex has Amazo stealing some, I don't know, piece of technology to help him. <laughs> and it just looked like, uh, Maggie, you might be too young to remember this. Mm. I, a, a canister of film that you would take to photo mat. Oh, yeah. No, I, oh, I absolutely but, remember Yeah, that. scaled up to 10 feet tall. Like he's carrying yes. it to him. It's like the size of a, I don't know. A, a large canister of film. Yes, exactly. A lot of film. Yeah. And yeah, the whole time I'm just thinking, he's got to get this back to Photomat now. <laughs> I'm going to have this converted into slides for my next family gathering. <clears throat> oh, are there other Lexes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, Luthor, the Luthor family. Yeah. Ah, John Glover, his dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then there's um, uh, John Cryer, his uh, nephew, Lenny. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Oh, no. And uh, and uh, Lex Luthor Jr., who's also Lex, mm-hmm. when he when he faked his own death and came back as an Australian with a beard. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, the nineties oh. were a wild fucking time for uh, Superman comics. <laughs> uh, I mean, for all comics, really. Mm-hmm. And I think he has a sister on Supergirl. So he does. Yes. Was she Lexi or something like that? Just like. Did they, did they oh, bother Lexi, giving her? you're so sexy. I want to say Laura mm-hmm. or Lana or... or... It's Lana. an L name. An L. That's for damn Lana. sure. Danger zone. <laughs> um, oh, I, I had another Kids Love Justice League moment, mm-hmm. apart from the the whole, like, just the, the uh, bad boyfriend thing and the whole mortality of existence thing, like the, the, the sadness of mortality, I mean. Like, um, when he's... When, when Jean's first scanning all the, all the minds around him, he sees a couple, a, a man and a woman, and the, the woman's thinking, I wonder if he's ever going to ask me to marry him. And then uh, the man's thinking, I wonder if I could wear some vinyl. <laughs> like, just just straight up thinking about fetish gear mm-hmm. in this kid's show. Yep. I love the shit they slip by the censors. It so, makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. You, t- you two need to have a frank discussion about where your relationship is going, because you are clearly on different pages. Not necessarily. You can marry someone and still be into real kinky shit. I, no, I know, I, but like... I've, they, I've heard. I, I think they need to discuss that. Yeah, also vinyl's not even that kinky. But mm-hmm. like, I, I just, I like that because there's 10 different things happening at the same time, it probably just slipped right through and they're like, yeah, that's not objectionable. That's yeah. fine. Whatever. Yeah, there are a lot fine. of different thoughts going yeah. on. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, you compared uh, Amazo to Silver Surfer these guys, I think you know this already, but mm. these guys, uh, uh, that is deliberate, and uh, we will see Amazo again. He's gone off to to figure shit out. Like, yeah. Tila said he went to Mars. He went to all of space, really. He'll probably mm-hmm. start at Mars, though. I'm not trying to. Oh, I was just making your, the. Yeah, um, I figured you were going for the Watchmen. Dr. Manhattan. Thing. Yeah, joke, of course. Yeah. But we never, we never saw Amazo's schlong, so I think that's. No. <laughs> Thank God. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't have it out all the time. It only comes out when he's going to When he needs it. it for a fight. Yeah. Well, the thing that is, he took out his schlong, and then he took out a smaller schlong that he'd replicated. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to be scaled to, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the schlong recognizing uh, uh, door. I'm leaving now. <laughs> I drew it. Yeah, we definitely don't have your interest right now. 
<laughs> it's just a picture of a schlong that I drew. <laughs> um, but uh, no, he's he's going to the entire universe to figure shit out, and, mm-hmm. and he will be back. Yep. And um, slight spoilers, he won't have figured everything out. Oh no! But but traveling the cosmos and and pondering reality and and mortality and all of those things, like he he turns into even more the Silver Surfer. It's great, and then. They'll just straight up drop him in a Defenders story later on. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now he's got to get you know, somewhere out there that has to be something better than man. I mean, you don't have to, like, ponder the evils of humanity, like, in space. I do it, like, just every day at my cubicle. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> just go I to the coffee shop and uh, think about how everything yeah. sucks. Yeah, you don't uh, got to I that. said the nature of existence and, yeah. and mortality, not that he already got the human suck part. Because mm-hmm. ah, okay. he got he got Jean's whole deal, so he yeah. knows. Yeah, but again, that that uh, finding the little girl should have been like a top of his mind. Mm, that's still just one example. That's mm-hmm. true. He's also got a lifetime of memories from Flash. Well, oh, gross! The th- the thing I like yeah. is that Jean looked at all of humanity and goes, "Okay, but like, there's still people out there trying to do the right thing." And yeah. Amazo looks at all of humanity and goes, yeah, and there's a tiny amount of people trying to do the right thing, and they just don't matter. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you're not familiar with humans, if, like, mm-hmm. if all of your experience with humans is people trying to use you for their own... That's um, Well, we don't know what his father was yeah. like. He was probably kind, I'm guessing. I know. I think he was just a scientist, ass yeah. scientist. Right. But I think he was nice. When he realized that this thing was sentient, he probably wasn't lex to him, certainly. Mm-hmm. No, probably not. No, he was, was like, nicer. I promise I'll give you working hands because why did I give you scissor hands, for God's sake? Exactly. Yes, I'll give you regular hands. Oh, no, I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you scissor hands and a cookie for a heart. And this robot is fucking ridiculous, actually. Mm-hmm. It's and of course, this is my robot. son, Spock. God damn it. Ruined. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I mean, you're really talking about sort of fundamental differences in philosophy there, because, yes, you yeah. can you can realize that it matters or, like you could realize that it, that some people are good, but then it doesn't matter. But then if you want to keep living as a human, you mm-hmm. kind of have to tell yourself it does matter or. Yeah. What's the damn point? But it's a humanity that, so. half full versus humanity half empty thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm a nihilist, and I believe nothing that I do matters in the long run, mm-hmm. but I still got to go to work. Yeah, because you have to convince yourself that, that some things matter in like right now, or you won't do anything. But yeah, exactly. Amazo doesn't have that need, so he can just say, no, this is stupid. I don't need to convince myself otherwise. Look, if I could also fly off into space, I probably would. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, just, just uh, get your bosses not to like you. Mm. Way ahead of you. Mm. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> All right, we should be wrapping this up. Any any final thoughts? Uh, well, I have my my quote. Oh, okay. What do you got? It's just um, Batman being Batman. You always carry kryptonite around with you. Call it insurance. And they say I'm scary. Yeah, Batman got a Batman. Yeah, exactly. And it's like we Superman knows he carries this. Uh, yeah. kryptonite around with him well yeah at this point like, they're like doesn't that bother you no it did the first time but now i just that's that's just what happens yeah, i was trying to remember if this is the uh one of the ones where superman gives him the kryptonite i don't think it is no the first time he produces it is in world's finest before they're friends yeah because he's got the piece of the jade uh well what they thought was a jade statue that the mm-hmm. joker had and he holds it up to him in a little baggie. Yep. Like, oh, oh, does this, does this bug you? Does this bug you? <laughs> I'm not touching you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's everything then. Yeah. Uh, Tilo, you got anything you'd like to plug? Hey, I've got an Etsy shop. It's hey. Bunny Bubby. Hey. Hey, guys. Like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an Etsy shop. It's called bunnybubbles.etsy.com. I do costume horns and some cute soaps. Um. And I like making things, so if there's a thing that you think I could make for you, r- reach out, and I will try and make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Just I believe some... you have a uh, perfect rating on Etsy. I Oh, I did. I had yeah. a perfect rating. Um, I had uh, 100%, five stars out of five, and 100%. So. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That's, that's Shop worth from something. Tilo. She won't let you down. Especially since you've been doing this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, 
that's that's very good. Uh, next week, we will be doing an episode called Only a Dream. I have absolutely no idea what that is, except that I know it doesn't involve the Endless, because mm-hmm. those guys never popped up in the show. Damn but, it. And we may be joined by a guest. I'm not sure. I got to I got to follow up on that. Then I got to I got to stop teasing that we we're going to have a guest and then they take a nap asking mm-hmm. them and saying, hey, are you are you available? Oh, actually, no, I thought I was three months ago, but now I'm not. So, yeah, we may have a guest next week. You'll just have to tune in to find out. It's going to be a surprise for all of us. Tune in mm-hmm. like this is fucking 1948. Tune in. Turn on. Tone Drop down. Out. Wait, mm-hmm. drop it. <laughs> uh, let's see the website as ever kidslovebatman.com if you want to write to us kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail uh, as JR pointed out last week though we won't be reading your email until we get to our mail show it, we, it will yeah. sit there like we, you should write to us but mm-hmm. uh, don't don't write anything immediate because we don't uh, we don't we don't check oh, this one says I may have already won oh damn it they were going to bring that giant envelope to my house <sighs> I want a giant envelope mm-hmm I could live it. Uh, oh, and, and I mentioned the, the Patreon before, but I'll say it again. Uh, again, I am currently trying to make it as a freelance mm-hmm. voice professional and haven't quite secured enough work just yet, but I'm real damn close. And it'd be great to have a little extra cash to to, to see me through that. If not, I'm going to have to get a real job again. Yeah. Help out. That's fine. But, you know, yeah, if you could. Uh, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Algar. And you get to hear us review The Brave and the Bold, which is mm-hmm. suddenly like Having it was pretty good, time. but suddenly it's. Gotten a lot of fun. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh you look like you were trying to get my attention, Tilo. Do you have any further business? No, I just I like the Brave and the Bold ones. They're good. Thank you. Well, there you go. There's a Yay. there's a an endorsement from a five star Etsy seller. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh that's all for this time. Yeah. See you folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 